May 21st. And as we turn our attention to the New Testament, today we'll be reading from the book of John, chapter 11, verse 55, through chapter 12, verse 19. There's a fragrance here. What would your plans be if you knew you had only six days to live? Well, Jesus took time to visit dear friends and fellowship with them. Mary's adoration not only revealed her love, but it brought joy to his heart, exposed Judas's sin, and gave the church an example to follow. Are the places where you go filled with Christ's fragrance because of you? And there was a huge festival that takes place in John chapter 12, as we read, Jesus took advantage of the large Passover crowd to present himself as king. He was forcing the Jewish leaders to act, for it was the Father's will that Jesus die on Passover. The crowd did not stay with him. You know, it's easier to shout in a parade than stand at a cross. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. May 21st, John 11, verse 55, through chapter 12, verse 19. It was now almost time for the celebration of Passover, and many people from the country arrived in Jerusalem several days early so they could go through the cleansing ceremony before the Passover began. They wanted to see Jesus, and as they talked in the temple, they asked each other, What do you think? Will he come for the Passover? Meanwhile, the leading priests and Pharisees had publicly announced that anyone seeing Jesus must report him immediately so they could arrest him. Six days before the Passover ceremonies began, Jesus arrived in Bethany, the home of Lazarus, the man he had raised from the dead. A dinner was prepared in Jesus' honor. Martha served, and Lazarus sat at the table with him. Then Mary took a twelve-ounce jar of expensive perfume made from essence of nard, and she anointed Jesus' feet with it and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with fragrance. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, the one who would betray him, said, That perfume was worth a small fortune. It should have been sold, and the money given to the poor. Not that he cared for the poor. He was a thief who was in charge of the disciples' funds, and he often took some for his own use. Jesus replied, Leave her alone. She did it in preparation for my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but I will not be here with you much longer. When all the people heard of Jesus' arrival, they flocked to see him and also to see Lazarus, the man Jesus had raised from the dead. Then the leading priests decided to kill Lazarus too, for it was because of him that many of the people had deserted them and believed in Jesus. The next day, the news that Jesus was on the way to Jerusalem swept through the city. A huge crowd of Passover visitors took palm branches and went down the road to meet him. They shouted, Praise God! Bless the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Hail to the King of Israel! Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, fulfilling the prophecy that said, Don't be afraid, people of Israel. Look, your king is coming sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples didn't realize at the time that this was a fulfillment of prophecy. But after Jesus entered into his glory, 
they remembered that these scriptures had come true before their eyes. Those in the crowd, who had seen Jesus call Lazarus back to life, were telling others about it. That was the main reason so many went out to meet him, because they had heard about this mighty miracle. Then the Pharisees said to each other, We've lost. Look, the whole world has gone after him. All right, so I have Brother Vincent here. Uh, Brother Vincent was uh, one of my coordinators coming through the refuge. And um, I just want to get your in, in, input on what grace means to you and also what it's going to look like with you launching from coming from uh, coordinating. First of all, I'm coordinating the first first phase coordinator down and on the farm. What grace means to me, for by grace we are saved through faith, not of ourselves. It's a free gift from God. So God gave us grace, so therefore we should extend that and give our brothers or sisters grace. It's so great. Sometimes I just make a mockery of myself, and, and there is God who always extends a helping hand for me. So that's what grace basically is, you know, pardoning somebody for some harm or anything they has done to a person, uh, maybe to, you know, brother, sister, um, mother, son, daughter, whatever. That's what grace is to me. And for us, what God is leading me to, um, will be um, living in Albany, Ohio, uh, attending Living Water Worship Center. Um, as, as a church and I have a champion group champion network running out of Living Water Worship Center 401 Daily Avenue that's in Albany, Ohio and I'll be working at Accurate Mechanical is a product of a mechanical division of Accurate and you know it do all kind of plumbing um, electrical as well as heating and ventilation so that's that's basically what's going on with me and God has blessed me with a home and um, car and whatever necessary in order to leave so we stay faithful to God and God will bless, give you the desires of your heart that's what you got to do just the spirit of the Lord is upon us he anointed us to preach the gospel so God said go ye therefore baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Make disciples. That's what God wants us to do. So, I just want to say that uh, <clears throat> the reason why I asked you about grace is because I remember when I was at the farm and uh, I was house leader and we was just getting done with chore check and you asked us, because we had racked up enough points to be on restriction and you asked us, like, so what do we think that you should do? And you know, I was like, oh man, we, we deserve to be on restriction. And then that's when you taught me about grace and how, you know, we shouldn't always be wanting to just jump and just persecute each other, but, you know, Amen. be willing to show grace to each other as well because God gives us grace every day. Yeah. And uh, that just stuck with me. Uh, I just hope, uh, I pray blessings on your launch, man. And oh, well, One more question for you, Brother Vincent. I know at the farm y'all teach us about how important it is to have our three. Now, so I know you're launching. Uh, you, would you mind telling us who your three is? My my three is one of them is um, Marty Marty O'Leary. He's the greatest mentor that I have, and and I got another one. His name is 
Brother Shaw, Brother Willie Shaw over there in Newark, Ohio, and Pastor Jim, Jim Stewart in Living Water Worship Center. So Jesus had his three, so therefore I got mine. Not only that, I got my three. I got a ministry full of brothers that who I truly love that I can go to anytime for advice. So God bless you and I love you all. Today we're reading in Psalm 118 verses 1 through 18. The Jewish people sing Psalms 113 to 118 at Passover. So this is one of the songs that Jesus sang before he went to the garden to pray. If you knew you were going to be executed unjustly, would you be able to sing praises to the Lord? Well, this is also a messianic psalm that we'll be reading here. The crowds shouted verses uh, 25 through 26 as Jesus rode into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. And Jesus quoted verses 22 and 23 in his debate with the religious leaders. But it's also a song of praise, thanking God for deliverance from a difficult situation. The name of the Lord and the hand of the Lord can give you victory when you need it. When you're hemmed in by the enemy, cry out to God, and He will put you into a, a broad place with no restriction. He will open the gates for you and give you some new freedom. So claim verse 24 for every day that you live. The Lord is my strength and song, and He has become my salvation. Israel sang those words when they were delivered from the Egyptian army at the Red Sea. They will sing those words again when God gathers them from the nations and restores them to their land. And it's a song you may sing today by faith. Psalm 118, verses 1 through 18. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His faithful love endures forever. Let the congregation of Israel repeat, His faithful love endures forever. Let Aaron's descendants, the priests, repeat, His faithful love endures forever. Let all who fear the Lord repeat, His faithful love endures forever. In my distress, I prayed to the Lord, and the Lord answered me and rescued me. The Lord is for me, so I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Yes, the Lord is for me. He will help me. I will look in triumph at those who hate me. It is better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in people. It is better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Though hostile nations surround me, I destroyed them all in the name of the Lord. Yes, they surrounded and attacked me, but I destroyed them all in the name of the Lord. They swarmed around me like bees. They blazed against me like a roaring flame. But I destroyed them all in the name of the Lord. You did your best to kill me, O oh my enemy, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my victory. Songs of joy and victory are sung in the camp of the godly. The strong right arm of the Lord has done glorious things. The strong right arm of the Lord is raised in triumph. The strong right arm of the Lord has done glorious things. I will not die, but I will live to tell what the Lord has done. The Lord has punished me severely, but He has not handed me over to death.
Proverbs 15, verses 24 through 26. The path of the wise leads to life above. They leave the grave behind. The Lord destroys the house of the proud, but He protects the property of widows. The Lord despises the thoughts of the wicked, but He delights in pure words.